But I think the message that I have today is a very simple one. Something that we all know. Faith in Jesus as saviour means victory over the world. I found in preparing this that I kept coming back to the same sentences, the same simple truths. So if it seems like I'm repeating myself, I probably am. But I hope that it's an encouragement to us all, even if it's nothing new. I'd like you all to take a moment to think of something today that you need faith for. Something in the world that you need to overcome. And keep it in mind as we journey together through the passage. Whenever I speak here, it seems as though I'm in a period of transition or waiting for which I need faith. At the moment, Simon and I are looking to move out of London in the next year or so. But the thing is, we have no idea where God might take us. We have no location. I have no role to go to. We are simply waiting. But through this, God has been speaking to me and has been so encouraging through those around me, loving me and speaking helpful things to me. Their faith has overcome the world by encouraging my own. The thing that I've overcome is anxiety and worry about the when, the where, and the what. This would be the response of the world, and indeed for a good time of this year, it has been my own response, worry and anxiety. And yet God has given me such peace in the last month that I am no longer worried, but seeing this as a time of preparation for what is to come. I'm instead seeing this as time, an opportunity to study and to grow my character, time to work on my gifts, and time to do the housework. This season has led to my faith overcoming worldly worries. So what might you need to overcome? Let's look at what faith means, why we should have it, the assurance it brings, and how we can overcome the world. Faith in Jesus, believing that Jesus is the Son of God, the Saviour. This means you become a child of God. We are empowered by the Holy Spirit to love God and to love people. Faith means loving God, obeying God, and so overcoming the temptations of the world. In the passage, John gives us reasons to have faith by sharing the threefold testimony of the Spirit the water and the blood in verses 6 to 10. The spirit within our hearts confirms to us that Jesus is the son of God. His water baptism includes the spirit descending and remaining on him and the father's voice giving testimony that he is God's son. This is my son whom I love. The water he was baptized in shows that he was part of God's family, the same meaning as baptism today. And thirdly, his blood shed on the cross shows the fulfillment of his mission as God's son, sent to die for us. As John says in his gospel, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. This was the threefold testimony of God. And John says in verse 9, if we believe the story of others, Surely we should believe this testimony, because it's from God.
Faith means, simply, believing Jesus is the Son of God, sent to save us from our sin and bring us into relationship with the Father, which we can only confess by the Holy Spirit. The evidence for this being true is right here in front of us. Baptism liturgy states that faith is the gift of God to his people. It's believing, but it's a gift to believe. If nothing else, I hope today we can all be thankful for this gift of faith, which means we can overcome the world. But faith is not just hope. It's a daily demonstration of love for God and for others, obedience for God's commands, and victories over the temptations of the world. It's a practical thing. Obeying God's commands is how we show love to others and to him. By loving God and loving people, we can overcome the world, which one Bible defines as overcoming the world is not being defeated by the world's hostility or compelled by it to turn away from God. So let's peel back the layers of this onion. If faith is love, practically, that is good news for both thinkers and feelers in the room. Love has to be both thought and felt. The response to the glory of Jesus is both thought and felt. There should be an emotional response of incredible gratitude and wonder when we see that God sent his son to die for us so that we could be in his family forever. And we should know in our minds, by the evidence given to us here in scripture, the word of God himself, that Jesus is our saviour, should we choose to accept him. In a commentary by David Jackman, I read that John's letter is all about the assurance of our salvation. If we believe in our minds that Jesus is saviour, and yet do not always feel love, or feel as though we measure up, we have the knowledge in our minds that we are saved, because scripture assures us so in this passage. And yet, if we feel emotion, that too gives us assurance. We are created both emotional and thinking people. So on all occasions, whatever we face, we can use part of our brain, thinking or feeling, to connect with Jesus as our saviour, and so overcome the world as it sways us to doubt our salvation. We will not always feel, and we will not always think, We know this within our own friends and families. We may not always feel or think lovingly towards them, but we know that our actions must show love. In the daily decisions we make, living out our faith, we must show this love to God and to others. So how do we do this? If we look down to verse 3, John gives us the answer. By obeying God's commands. The Ten Commandments, which we've just looked at in our previous sermon series, are ways to show love to God and to others, and so practically live out our faith. And John's great encouragement to us is that these are not burdensome commands. Knowing that God loves us, both in our thoughts and in our emotions, helps us to be obedient and to love others. Another example from my own life, from this love, the faith of others and myself, overcoming the things of the world is this. 
A worldly thing I suffer with is an allergy to egg, amongst other things. I know that I'll be able to eat all the eggs I like when I get to heaven, but I've seen partial healing here. When I was in Bolivia on mission with Tear Fund, I was staying with a host family for the ten weeks we were there. We grew to be real family, loving one another and sharing in our lives. But one day, it came to dinner and we were having boiled eggs, which was obviously an issue for me. But my host dad prayed that my allergies would be no more and the egg would no longer be poison to me. And then, exercising faith slightly tentatively, I tried and successfully ate a boiled egg with no reaction. Praise to God. And since then, five years ago, I haven't had a problem eating egg in a well-cooked form, which has made my life much easier, especially when I'm not at home. Our faith together, their love for me prompting them to pray for me, has overcome my allergy by the power of God. So back to the big picture. God's greatest act of love, sending Jesus as our saviour, and our faith in him allows defeat of the world. The commandments are in opposition to those worldly things that will not last in the kingdom of heaven. Things like corruption, greed, envy, pride, a poor perspective on ourselves, or how much we are loved by God and others. These perspectives will pass away. By faith in Jesus, we know that one day he will return and make all things new. We will be with him forever in heaven, where there will be no more tears and no more suffering. Those worldly things will be gone. Faith means that we know these are already defeated by Jesus' death on the cross. It means that eternity with Jesus begins when we know him as our saviour. Not when we arrive in heaven, but now. We don't have to wait to experience the good things that heaven brings. Most importantly, the relationship with God. We can begin that relationship here on earth. And we can start to see the signs of heaven here on earth too. In our own lives, living in the knowledge that Jesus is Saviour helps us to overcome these worldly things which tempt and try us. Sin, the power of opposition to God, is defeated by the Holy Spirit living in us. And how do we know that we have the Holy Spirit? Paul says in 1 Corinthians that no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So if we simply believe in Jesus as our Saviour, we have the Holy Spirit living in us and can overcome the world. So today, whatever you need faith for, be encouraged. We can overcome the world simply by believing that Jesus Christ is Lord. The Holy Spirit living in us is our helper and our comforter. By loving God and loving others, we can together overcome the world. I'd like to finish with the message translation of verses 1 to 3. Every child of God conquers the world's ways. The conquering power that brings the world to its knees is our faith. The person who wins out over the world's ways is simply the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God.
This is so simple, so inclusive, so encouraging. May God bless this word to us today. Amen.